uh, welcome to Spooky Shit with Brandy and Hope. With Brandy and Hope, that's us. Hope and Brandy. Yeah. Um, guess what? What? Nothing spooky happened to me in the last two weeks, but I did meet Jonathan from Queer Eye. And I'm very jealous. I'm so very jealous. You really? So I got invited to, because I work at LGBTQ National Org, um, and I got in. I got invited to this drag race screening because they were donating all the money from the tickets to us. So it was like kind of a bougie screening. Oh my god! Like the tickets cost a bunch of money, and it was on this giant screen in the Samsung Center, and there's like virtual reality, but it's cool. Was it? Was and, it wait, 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 wait. The the screening was it for the finale? Season yeah, 10? for the. Yeah, for last week's finale. Got it. Got it. Aqu- and Aquaria was there, and Asia was there, Ooh, and Eureka was there. Spoiler alert. And Cameron was there. If you don't know, Look, then you haven't been on Instagram, I, and that's your fault. That's how I found out, because I haven't watched the uh, the finale. I vote. Well, I was voting for Asia. I wanted Asia to win, um, but she... Yeah. I would have been fine with that. Anyway. Oh, God. Her butterfly disaster. Anyway, Jonathan was about two rows in front of me. Um, oh, you didn't even see the butterfly disaster. Anyway, no. you got to watch it. Okay. Um, Jonathan was in fr- and my friend Jamie was like, you know what? We got to go. We mm. got to go talk to Jonathan. We got to mm. get a selfie. Mm-hmm. So we like literally waited for him outside the bathroom. Can't believe I put that on a recording. Wow, you're it's a normal. Creep. Yeah, and I did it with like a group of people too, so it wasn't even fucking subtle. And then we were like, "We're from Glisten, and we love you." <laughs> and he was like, "Oh my god, I love the work you do." And then he told us he like was like, "I take selfies this way now because this is how Tan taught me." Oh my god, it was so wonderful. And what did wait me. wait T- take selfies? How give me these hot tan tips? Like, don't he, skimp it, girl. Okay, <laughs> so it's like at a diagonal with everyone oh. like. The person in front has their arm out, and everyone's kind of stacked on top of each other this way oh. to like get the most people in. Does I'll it like make you. your like collarbones shine or something? Like, it's, is it the yeah, angles? it's like, he spent ten minutes ten minutes with us trying to find the light. Like it's he's important. like, we'll go into the softer light and like near the bathroom, <laughs> and we'll figure it out. And then he's like, I'm so sorry, I have to go watch the show. And we're like, No, please go. We loved you. <laughs> Thank you, you. Did you feel just like? a brighter more yeah. like just groomed human being I, did your hair just start to haircut. sparkle yeah yeah i had new haircut i had a sparkle in my eye and yeah. in my step and i yeah. feel alive now so um i've been watching queer eye and i know i'm like sort of behind on the times but i just watched season one episode two where they go to the lady mama Ugh. and she's like Ugh. part mama of the tammy. church yeah mama tammy. mama tammy and i Ugh. i don't cry during media like i don't cry i don't cry during movies i don't cry hope is dancing to the light of tammy <laughs> i don't cry in anything i cried for mama tammy because holy shit she said yeah. some major shit about christianity that like no one has ever admitted to she was like so honest and open with her love and her gay son and she was like if i can say i love god and i cannot love my neighbor then i am a hypocrite we have turned our backs on the lgbtq community and i will not turn my back on these people and i was like yes mama tammy mama and then and then and th- she did that in front of her whole fucking church. She did that. She didn't just do that for the gay people watching this TV show. No. She also 
and then at the end she turned to each individual member of the queer eye team and told them why they were special unprompted yes she, she <laughs> identified like... the light in each of their spirits <laughs> and explained how it shone upon the rest of the world and they were the like unique mama tammy you're describing yourself you're not describing us yeah mama tammy oh i watched she did eye. not need them they needed her but- Exactly. Mm-hmm. That is how religion should be. Mm-hmm. It should be loving and accepting and Mama Tammy's in charge. And this is a perfect segue into the opposite kind of religion. A religion that literally went into our computers, took yeah. our audio files, and yeah. destroyed them. Yeah, so what happened was we recorded this episode last week and yeah, we did. I went to edit it. And mm-hmm. here's what I sounded like. Rod L. Hubbard. And I sounded like, and, and the yep. UFO is, uh, yeah. And. The second I I went to the Scientology website and clicked on it to read their description about what their religion is, yeah. my audio went out. And I because, can attest, I was there for this. She yeah. opened it a, like, devilish recording <laughs> from the depths of this Web this 1999 website that you can't control. No, Brandy, it's actually a a really good website because they have so much money. It's like mobile responsive. It's really scary. So then it it hacked you. It did. It did. It wanted me to stop, dude. What? In the 90s, Scientology they passed out these CDs to everyone who was there and was like, make your own website with this. And they could make their own website Mm -hmm. with the CD, Mm -hmm. but it also automatically blocked any websites that were (gasps) anti-Scientology. True facts. Anyway. Whoa. Okay. So like spoiler alert, we're talking about UFO religions today. Um, (laughs) One of which is Scientology. Uh, And it, we are not going back on that website because it literally like, (laughs) like slithered out of Hope's computer into the yeah. like USB cord into her microphone and gave yeah. me in my ears the voice of the <laughs> alien devil. It it put Xenu in my ears. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Galactic it destroyed our audio. So we're doing this again. UFO mm-hmm. 2.0. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. have terrible memories, so I have forgotten everything about Scientology. So I did a very bad t- time explaining it because I was very upset. Yeah, we've had time to sort of filter Process. out these feelings be cleansed by jonathan yeah. be cleansed by mama <laughs> and now we can talk about these bad bad religions uh, anew yep um yep. i'm yep. gonna start us off good please okay um mm. what is a ufo religion it's a thing yep. that i didn't know was real until we did mm-hmm. this episode mm-hmm <laughs> Uh, so it's basically any religion where the existence of aliens, specifically aliens operating UFOs, is okay. like a big element of the belief system. Yeah. It's like part of the religion. So that seems obvious, but. I feel like you can't. I'm sorry. What? I'm just going to interject for a second. I yeah. feel like you can't really be an alien if you can't get around. Like how would. true is pretty tough. You need like a vessel unless, to get to Earth. Unless you're a big fort. Bigfoot teleporting alien. Well, then you're already on Earth. Oh, you can teleport. Okay, I get you. If you can teleport. You you do need to be able to get around. It's important. Transportation. You don't always need a vehicle. Exactly. Um, Mm -hmm. That this is an important point. Aliens are, for some reason, interested in the welfare of humanity. Yeah, always. Why they (laughs) They are. They always want to know. Who the fuck knows? Um, Humanity already is or eventually will become 
part of this pre-existing alien civilization. Mm-hmm. It's part of the religion. Or yeah. um, as like an offshoot, aliens can be more akin to like angels or like very spiritual beings that don't have like a physical sort of alien form. I'm um, into that. So the distinction can be kind of blurred. Like, it's sort of a combination of, like, Christianity or, you know, Catholicism or a religion that has angels already. And then it's like, yeah, but what if those angels were aliens? You know? Yeah. You know, that's not too far. It's not too far. a stretch. Yeah. Um, Where it gets wacko is that the roots of this religion lies in early science fiction, Mm -hmm. especially the space opera. Um, weird fiction writings. So that's like Edgar Allan Poe sort of mix of horror. Oh, H.P. Lovecraft. H.P. Lovecraft. Yeah. Like the, like the mixture of horror and fantasy and sci-fi. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, ufology, obviously. Obviously. Which is real. That is real. Ufology. Yeah. I, I believe in (laughs) ufology. Um, and then also just the culture of UFO sightings and abductions, which is huge. Yeah. Um, and I feel like this all sort of just got bigger because of the internet um Mm -hmm. they believe that issues like hatred war bigotry poverty all the shit that we have to deal with can be resolved by using alien technology and the superior like alien spiritual abilities like all of that is something that they can just like fix with their alienness with their alienness um and these religions started in the United States, Canada, France, UK, and Japan. Um, That's all over the place. It's all over the place, but it's it's mainly in places where science fiction is a big deal. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Because... Well, why wouldn't... It's literally Star Trek, but, like, if you believed that... Yeah. It was... Like, Spock was Jesus. He, and he kind of is. I understand <laughs> this. Like, yeah. I get it. I get it. Like, I, you're like, oh, another force will come and save us. If yeah. You feel like, things are falling apart. It totally makes sense. It, like, it, it makes sense to a point because aliens are real. Like, aliens are... Yeah, there's definitely aliens. Defo real. And I don't... Yeah. Like, obviously people have been abducted by them. You know, Bigfoot is our queen. Uh, she <laughs> is an alien. The greys are our pets. I don't know. You know, reptilians no, the gray... run the government. Like, we know all yeah. this. Yeah, all the truths. But... I feel like I'm coming from a point where these aliens are just as flawed and, you know, you know, fucked up as humans are. They're not these, like, super powerful god beings that created us. They just, like, came down and, like, mm-hmm. to fuck with us because they live in the fourth plane and can eat our happiness juices. <laughs> well, yeah, they are They are us, essentially, yeah. with different circumstances. Exactly. I, I'm into that, too. And I, But you see how, like, if someone came from the sky, people are going to worship it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totes, totes. Um, like, I'm sure there's people that worship Mothman, despite all his evils. Oh, but he sucks. He ate a dog. I know. He really sucks. Fuck him. You know who I want to worship? Who? Flatwoods. Oh, my God. She's beautiful. She's beautiful, and she has righteous farts. Like, they destroy your lungs. Oh, my God. I forgot about her farts. <laughs> yeah, they are a power. Um, We need to get back to these bad, bad yeah, religions. Yeah, sorry. UFO religions. Yeah, so I'm going to start us off because my story is a bummer. I want to hear it. It's like, <laughs> and it's sad because I'm making Hope listen to this twice. Um, nah, I, 
I'm so into it. It's a huge bummer. And I'm just going to like throw it out there before we start. If you want to like skip ahead 20 minutes, um, mm-hmm. trigger warning for mass suicide, trigger mm-hmm. warning for cults. Um, mm-hmm. There, It's incredibly controversial. It is Heaven's Gate. Mm. It is Heaven's yeah. Gate. And it's a thing that happened not that long ago, which mm-hmm. sucks. Um, it sucks. It's really bad. Um, There's a whole exhibit on Heaven's Gate in the L.A. Museum of Death, if you'd like to go see. They have the real bunk beds there. That is such a bummer. It's, it's fucking vile. Continue. Yeah. Um, you may call it a religion. It's more like a cult. And mm-hmm. cults suck. So let's just get into mm-hmm. it. It all started with this goddamn motherfucker named Marshall Applewhite. Yeah, which it is, sounds like he would be a cult leader. Yeah, Marshall, get out of here. Um, <laughs> he was the son of a Presbyterian minister, very religious guy, obviously. Mm-hmm. He was a professor at University of St. Thomas, so he's not dumb. Educated. Educated. Um, but in 1972, he was fired from his job over an mm-hmm. alleged homosexual relationship with one of his students bummer well you can't sleep with your students buddy you can't sleep with your students but i don't know like it was i the don't gay thing. know the details if it was like you had your relationship with one of your students and it was like you can't do that because you might give them an a because you're dating them because everyone in college is a is of consenting age which makes it iffy yeah but it might have yeah, just been like it's a gay thing because this was 1972 <laughs> maybe so, so i don't know which it is but like he got fired <laughs> for it um overall like don't do that with your students it's a weird power dynamic Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. i don't care how Mm -hmm. much of like a weird lupin professor fetish you have in the elbow patches like just okay so so at me next time (laughs) that's fine just save it just save it i'm not gonna do that despite my lupin fetish for cardigans you're gonna wait till you graduate like it's just you gotta keep the power dynamic on an equal field Mm mm-hmm Anyway. I agree. So at some point, Marshall was hospitalized at a psychiatric hospital. Maybe he had, like, depression or something over this. I'm not sure why. But there he met Bonnie Nettles, who was a 44-year-old Randy, nurse. She was married. She was working at the hospital. Okay. They became friends. And Marshall sort of thought that he had known Bonnie for a super long time. And he was like, I feel so close to you, so familiar. And he sort yeah. of came to the conclusion that they had met in a past life. Sure. Sure. Which I'm like, maybe. Here's I where mean, I don't mind that. Here's where it goes wacko crazy. And I feel like mm-hmm. Bonnie brings in the wacko. She oh. tells him, oh, yeah, like, that sounds about right. I feel <laughs> like our meeting was foretold to me oh. by aliens. What? Who? What? When? By aliens? aliens. Aliens at some point came to her and said, you will meet this dude, Marshall. Okay. Wow. Does she abducted? No. So they start studying stuff together. They start studying theology. They start studying Christianity, aestheticism, St. Francis of Assisi. He's the saint who, like, did the whole monk thing where he, like, shed all his worldly possessions and, like, did the whole, I'm going to beg on the street and get closer to God. Uh Um, they're really into the afterlife. They're really into all this stuff. And also read a lot of science fiction. Mm. 
This is yep. the 70s. Sounds right. Sounds correct. Uh-huh. So after doing all this together, they sort of came up with their philosophy, we'll call it. Um, <laughs> That's this very is like kind. an early version of Heaven's Gate. They didn't have it all put together yet in 1974. Mm-hmm. But this is what they sort of came to decide. Um mm-hmm. They were chosen, they're the chosen ones, Mm -hmm. and they were chosen to fulfill biblical prophecies. Mm -hmm. Um, They were given higher level minds than other people, you know, Mm -hmm. because they are, they're better. Because they're better, yeah, Um, smarter. Jesus was reincarnated as Marshall. Yeah. 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 Um, Yeah. And they, they were also the two witnesses from the book of Revelations in the Bible. So... For people who don't they're know, both? they're both. Okay. He's both Jesus and also one of the witnesses. You know? Okay. Yep. Sure. So in Revelations, it's like the last book of the Bible. It's all about the like rapture and the end of the world and how all the people who believe will be like taken up by Jesus into heaven. And then everybody else who sucks stays on earth with like the beast and the devil and everything is shitty for like a thousand years. Um, so basically, there are two figures in revelations called the two witnesses who are prophets who are basically people who stay behind after all the good people get like spirited up and they watch the bad people destroy god's temple they have the power to breathe fire control the sky and water and bring plague what um what what did he? Why did he leave them behind? I think they were just there to witness. That was our job to like see the bad. Okay, fine. Um, but then the beast, you know, of the devil, mm-hmm. he kills both of them. What? In that the, sucks. In the prophecy, yeah, they get killed, but it's okay because God resurrects them and then brings them to heaven. They're he's like, good job, you did it. Yeah. Okay. So this is like in the Bible as a prophecy, but like so much of Revelations is metaphor and who the hell knows but like they're like no it's real and it's us they can could they breathe fire no (laughs) (laughs) unless they didn't do it where anyone could see um so they believed that they were these witnesses that they would also be killed like in the prophecy and then they'd be restored to life and transported to heaven though they would be transported Onto a spaceship. Yeah. And heaven was in space. Yeah. yeah so yeah. they were like, yeah, this uh, this is solid. This is... This <laughs> we is, have all the evidence we need. We're good. We, <laughs> we figured it out. They start yeah. going to churches. Like yeah. walking in on a fucking Sunday afternoon. And they're like, we have discovered this. <laughs> Uh, we are the two witnesses. Oh, no. uh, this this dumpy guy right here is Jesus. Um, yeah. You're welcome. They started calling mm. themselves the two. Yeah. Or the UFO two. They had lots of names for themselves. Um, mm-hmm. People were not into it. Yeah. Because that's it's crazy. Because it's insane. And like you don't want your worship um, interrupted by a person who's like, I'm Jesus. Because maybe you get your hopes up. You're like, you know what? I believe in this. And maybe Jesus is back. And then it's like, and I also alien. Well, aliens are going to come get us. And they're like, get out of here. Oh, 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 
never mind. Look, yeah, that's that's pretty rough. I can't. I don't think that was to like sing some songs, eat my one half of a donut, and these <laughs> two guys burst in, being like, "We are the two. Mm-hmm. Um, I that's am Jesus, much. also, mm-hmm. and a spaceship's gonna come and bring us to heaven." And they're like, "Dude, go home." <laughs> so. They decided to look for followers elsewhere, and they decided the best way to do it was to, like, put an ad in the paper. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what what else are you going to do Yeah, in that time period? So they publish a bunch of ads that they're going to have these meetings where they're recruiting people for an experiment, um, and that people who go to these meetings will become disciples, and mm-hmm. they will be called the crew. I, that's fucking cool. It's cool as hell. When I, you know what, when I first moved to New York, I was kind of lonely. I didn't have any friends. Yeah. And I was like, if there was an ad in the paper that was like, come join our crew, yeah. I might have done it. it. They're pretty good at branding. Like, they sound wacko crazy. Yeah. But now that they're like the two and they have their crew, I'm like, it's The two together. and their crew? Yeah. Ugh. It's too good. So a bunch of people go. went to their meetings because, you know, it sounds cool as hell. You're like, oh, is this a dance crew? Like, am I yeah. going to learn how to build, like, go-karts? Either Get way. some good buddies. It seems cool. Um, they were like, we need people for this experiment. And if you take part in this experiment, quote unquote, you will be brought to a higher evolutionary level. Mm, got a little weird. Got yeah, a got little a little weird, weird the there. But by 1975, they had a group of 80 people. So That's a lot. People were into it, I guess. Um, That's a big crew. So later that year, the crew assembled at this hotel in Oregon. They sold all their worldly possessions. They, like, said goodbye to their families and all their friends. And they, quote, unquote, vanished. So Mm -hmm. what happened was that Marshall and Bonnie brought all these people to this hotel, made them, like, sell all their shit, and then went literally underground like like there's a tunnel under this hotel they like went underground and like disappeared so they could sort of go unnoticed by the authorities and their families couldn't find them Mm -hmm. it's fucked up um so they started like traipsing across the country sleeping in tents begging in the streets doing the whole assisi thing um they sort of left every anytime the media or like authorities caught wind of what they were up to um they reinvented themselves multiple times like i said they had lots of names um one Mm. of their names is for themselves like marshall and bonnie was doe and t what does that mean hi my name is doe hi my name is t (laughs) it's weird as hell or even worse what does it mean Bo and Peep. Oh my god. <laughs> it's their names. Like I would join the Two's crew. I don't think I would join the Bo and Peep crew. That's that's gross. Yeah, that's fucking weird. I don't like that at all. Yeah. So, um they sort of lost uh. it there. So, but but after all this time and all these followers came, they really sort of solidified what they stood for. So, this is like what Heaven's Gate came to believe. Mm -hmm. let me give you the breakdown it's Mm -hmm. wacko crazy um the planet earth was going to be wiped clean and started anew and the only chance to survive was to leave earth yes okay so where do you go well you ascend (laughs) to 
the next level. The, the place. Ne- they were going to the next level. Yeah. The, it's oh, called shit. the next level. Yeah. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. They're going to take it to the next <laughs> level. It's another world in our universe. It's like a physical place. And at the next level, people live in pure bliss. Oh, hell yeah. And they eat only sunlight and they don't have sex and they don't eat and they don't die. Wait, but you just said they eat sunlight. Okay, they absorb sunlight. That's how they That's how they function. Yeah. Okay. Which um, kind of sucks. Eating yeah, because insects is pretty fun. Yeah, like that doesn't sound like heaven to me. Well, it's not heaven. It's the next level. Oh, you're right. Um, human bodies were just vehicles to hold, like, the the soul um, mm-hmm. to help you on this journey. Um, uh, yeah. To be eligible for the next level, you have to shed all your attachments to the planet. Mm-hmm. So, again, selling all their belongings. Yep. Leaving their families, the whole deal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, God is a super highly developed alien from the next level okay like the god we know and love okay and um god created humanity this alien named god created humanity and Mm -hmm. he will come back to take those spiritually advanced humans with him before he wipes the earth clean so just these 80 people basically um it's very few but you can't have like a super sweet space opera without some evil villains right oh yes Mm -hmm. tell me about the villains evil space aliens called Mm -hmm. luciferians makes Uh sense Uh uh-huh these are aliens that are pretending to be god to keep humans from getting to that spiritually developed place they're okay. like tricking us. So basically, these Luciferians use their technology to create like fake miracles to fool us into thinking they're God. And so basically, all existing religions are corrupted by Luciferians and they believe in the Luciferian God instead of the real God. This false God that's tricking them. Mm-hmm. Which is like pretty clever if you're trying to discount all these other religions that also believe in yeah. God. It's like, well, they're, they're God is fake it's so condescending though it's yeah. like your god oh you're being tricked you're being tricked by some shitty aliens called luciferians you That's don't even so know so sad for you too bad you're not gonna go with us to the next level yeah you could if you totally abandoned everything and sold all your shit yeah it's oh, fucked up so they sort of finessed that uh marshall is a reincarnated jesus by saying that marshall is like the human vehicle for the same alien that is Jesus. Did that change or was it always that? It, well, he was before he was a reincarnation of Jesus. Now yeah. they have this theory that like human bodies are just vehicles for spirits and that God okay. and Jesus are alien spirits. So it's for, it's the 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 theology is is happening in real time. Yeah, it's it's coming <laughs> it's together as they go. <laughs> okay. Um so basically Marshall is a car and Jesus decided to jump out of his original Jesus bod when he got crucified yeah, and yeah, yeah. jumped into Marshall. Yeah. I guess right I'm- away? What well, there was so much time in between. I don't uh, Were mm. there other They don't talk Jesuses? about it. They okay. don't talk about it. Um okay. 
And this time, God decided to come down into a human uh, vehicle because Bonnie is the alien spirit of God. Oh, that's new. Yeah. So she gets to be one. Yeah, I was wondering about that. They were just going in church like, I'm the reincarnation of God and this is my friend. This is Bonnie. She's here. This is Bonnie, my um, friend. But now she she leveled up to the next level. Yeah. She's God. <laughs> um, do you want to know how to get into the next level? Yeah. It's a fucked up. So what according to Heaven's Gate, once you have like perfected your inner spirit by the whole process of like selling all your shit and joining their weird cult and doing the whole thing, then you are like ready to use one of these methods to get to the next level. Okay. So one, you could physically be picked up by a UFO and then en route to the next level, your body is transformed into the like magical next level body that can only eat sunlight. Uh Okay. So basically like Marshall and Bonnie would and all their friends would get picked up by an actual spaceship and then they would use alien magic to turn their bodies into the like perfect next level beings. And we don't know what that alien magic is despite being Jesus and God. Yes. Um okay. you could also go to the next level if you've like already gone through the process by natural death accidental death or death from random violence so mm -hmm. basically if you die then your soul leaves the vehicle and like jumps into a perfect body in the next level you can just like skip the spaceship you just but right there but only if you are part of heaven's gate yes yeah okay because you have to perfect the soul first is that what heaven's gate is about perfecting the soul that that's what they say Okay. Um, I haven't heard much about that. Also, you could get there if outside persecution leads to your death. So, basically, Marshall was afraid that the American government would murder all the members of Heaven's Gate. Yeah. So, we created this extra rule that if you were persecuted and, and were killed, then you get to go to the next level. Was there a why to why he was scared of the government doing um, that? Like why the government why the government would care about them? Was there a why for any of this? <laughs> All right. <laughs> I was just wondering if maybe something came up, but it's fine. <laughs> okay. Um and the fourth and the worst way is a willful exit from the body in a dignified manner. Oh. Which is so. when you kill yourself. Yeah. <laughs> um so throughout the 70s and 80s, their system became more and more culty. They became mm -hmm. really popular. Um, and I was trying to figure out, like, why did people buy into this? And yeah. <laughs> I'm wondering about that, too. <laughs> so I think during this time, there were sort of a lot of movements sort of like this, where yeah. there was a need for communal belonging in a place outside of organized religion because people were really disillusioned with organized religion at this point there were like too many constraints mm -hmm. you know there it was like no free love yeah and you know if you were gay or if you were like a minority or any of these things you could feel like out of place in a yeah. church but you would be accepted by heaven's gate mm -hmm. like it's this alternative path to a higher existence Okay. And because it's a little bit looser and a little bit newer, they accept this diversity. They don't have the constraints. And also, Marshall went around and told them that they were special. That they had this, like, yeah. ability to graduate into this more evolved being, you know? 
Yeah, definitely. That's a thing in cult studies they talk about all the time. Like, these aren't stupid people who yeah. get involved in cults. They're just you and me, but, like, going through a tough time, like a breakup or, like, a, mm-hmm. a, someone died or, like, you know, they're, like, lonely and and it's people prey upon them. Yeah, and also think about this was a time where there were a bunch of hippies that were sort of being, like, you know, they were really strong in their movement in the 60s and then in the 70s and the 80s they were seeking something to like a higher power that really pulled them together and they were sort of like you know already out in the world without any belongings without any connections so it was like oh this works you know yeah it kind of aligned with what they were already believing yeah um so yeah there was a lot of reasons why people were attracted to this but it it's like from our perspective we're like this is crazy but Mm -hmm. there were lots of reasons that people just regular people would be pulled in yeah um so in 1985 bonnie died by natural causes we assume she (gasps) no god spirited away wait where did god go i I guess god left the building okay god's Mm outie um in the mid 90s marshall decided to start growing the organization through the internet yeah um and he started like I'm guessing about this time, it's been like 20 years or like 15 years since they started. And people are like, why hasn't the spaceship come to like pick mm -hmm. us up? I would wonder that too. Yeah. And they were like, what the hell, Marshall? Like we we're perfect. (laughs) So like, where's the spaceship? So he basically decided that Comet Hale-Bopp, which was supposed to come in 1997 and like, um, go really close by the earth that people could see it was their yeah. spaceship and he started rock. telling people who was like okay okay it's coming like here's here's how i know the comet a, is a spaceship a rock, but it's a rock and B- he started posting yep yeah, and he started posting on his website and all the stuff that the key to their ascendance into the next level was the comet and people were like really into it. they're like oh a comet like that sounds i don't know people put a lot of meaning into comets even though they they're just random in space. Yeah. But people prescribe like a lot of meaning to it cuz they're they're big and and they're really beautiful yeah, and they they're very visual. Big you beautiful know. rock. Yeah, beautiful ice rock. Mm-hmm. Um but he what he said it wasn't the rock. He said that the spaceship was hiding like in the in the tail. I... It was like trailing the comet. All right, fam. Yeah. So in here's where we get to the the mass suicide and mm-hmm. here's where if it really bothers you like skip ahead y'all yeah turn um, it off march 19th to the 20th marshall or 1997 marshall filmed himself talking about the spacecraft that was trailing the comet and how him and his members need to commit suicide so their souls could board the spaceship while it was passing over because mm-hmm. if they didn't they would miss it Mm-hmm. So on March 24th to the 26th, 38 people committed suicide with Marshall. They like rented this super beautiful mansion in California and all decided to kill themselves there. Um, the members were between the ages of 26 and 72. And it was believed that they died in three separate groups over three days while the, like, remaining participants cleaned up after the prior group. That is so rough. Which is very dark. 
Um, wow. Everyone took poison mixed with applesauce and then washed it down with vodka. Gross. Which is very specific. Then they mm. put plastic bags around their heads so they would suffocate. Yeah. They all died neatly in their own beds, which is the the bunk beds at the museum, I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and they were all covered by a square purple cloth. They also had those cloths at the museum. Yeah. And they were all dressed identically in black shirts, sweatpants. And this is where it gets weird. Brand new hmm. black and white Nike decade sneakers. But why did they all they, have brand new sneaks? I thought they were leaving their bodies. They were. So why did they buy these hot, sexy <laughs> shoes? <laughs> because. But and also I thought part of their thing was like giving up all their material possessions. It is. So I don't know. They all had these shoes. They all had these Nikes. Um, why? And they Wait, all had an why? armband. Brandy. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I can't explain oh any of God. this. That's why. That's fucking wild. It's like fascinating because I can't explain any of this. Um, they all had armbands um, with patches that read Heaven's Gate Away Team. Oh. Which is. Oh. Yeah. Which is actually terminology from Star Trek. Oh where my God. the team that like went to the planet to check it out was called the away team. It's that like, is so, so yeah, sad. It's so sad. Um, and speaking of Star Trek, among the deaths was a man named Thomas Nichols, who was Nichelle Nichols's brother. And Nichelle Nichols played Ahura in Star Trek. Did it? Did he? Did the show make him believe? I don't know. People were really into it. I mean, yeah. people wanted to believe in this world, I guess. Yeah. Maybe they were just, like, using people's love of this show as, like, a way to get people to be excited about it. Maybe. I don't know. Um. It And then after this happened, Marshall was the third to last to die because he, like, he, he was helped by, like, two members and then they decided to kill themselves on their own. Um, mm -hmm. And then... After the fact, after this came out, three more people committed suicide to join them. After so, they heard about it on the news? After they heard about it, yeah. And they decided they wanted to join. So, altogether, yeah. that is 39, 33, no, I'm sorry, 43 people. It's That's, incredibly sad, like, yeah. incredibly tragic. And so unnecessary. Yeah, jeez. Mm-hmm. So the group no longer exists. That's the one good thing. Like this is never yeah. going to happen again. That was because all this this is like Heaven's Gate is over. Um, mm -hmm. They still have their website, and on their website it says, "Hail Bop brings closure to Heaven's Gate. Our 22 years of classroom here on planet Earth is finally coming to conclusion. Graduation from the human evolutionary level. We are happily prepared to leave this world and go with T's crew." And T, T oh. is Bonnie, who died 10 yeah. years before. Wait, but why would Bonnie be... But Bonnie didn't catch the plane in the tail of Haley's Comet. I think it was her ship. Hale Bob's. Who, who's coming back for them. 
Oh. Because she left first. Oh. Yes. Well. Yeah, maybe. Maybe they're on the ship. No. <laughs> no. Mm. It's not real. Oh. It can't be real. It can't be real. It can't. It can't no. be real. It's not real. It's not real. Um. So, yeah, it was a bummer. That sucks. <laughs> it's a bummer. Um, that's Heaven's Gate. Wow, thanks. Um, uh-huh. I'm going to go cry. Yeah. Um, well, you know what's not a bummer? <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about it. Scientology. Ooh, the controversial in the news. <laughs> Tom but, I mean, Cruise. You know, Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise is like the third most important person in Scientology. Who's the first two? The first one is Ron L. Hubbard, who's dead, uh-huh. um, who made Scientology. The second one is David Miscavige, who is the current leader of Scientology, who's been in it since he was a kid. Oh. Um, and the third is Tom Cruise. Wow. That is quite the... It's quite, quite the, the list. Yeah. Yeah. So Tell me about sci- it, because I know nothing about Scientology. But you've interacted with Scientology, right? Yeah. All I know is that... Um, one time I was trying to go to a nice sushi dinner in Pasadena mm-hmm. and I saw a very cute boy, mm-hmm. very well-dressed cute boy being like Ooh. movie screening, free movie screening. And I was like, oh, yes, I love movie screening because, you know, in L.A., there's a lot of those where they're like, oh, we need to test this movie, like watch Pitch yeah. Perfect 3 before it's out. No and I'm like, I'm in that demographic. I love mm-hmm. Pitch Perfect 3. So uh, I, I grabbed that ticket, worst mistake I ever made, because it was not for Pitch Perfect 3. It was for, like, Scientology 101 intro movie. And I was like, oh, mm, now I'm stuck having a conversation with you, cute boy. I'm going oh, no. to say I have dinner reservations and run away. Did, um, oh, so you did not go. No, I did not go. I stayed in that dinner for, like, three hours, so I knew <laughs> that he would not be out there anymore. Yeah, they're very intimidating. Um, yeah. There's just those cute boys, just like bait, just like get you. Well, I mean, a lot of Scientology, like they encourage actors to join because they want like celebrities, because that's mm. their reputation. They have like acting classes you can take for money, not for free. Mm. Um, that also have like Scientology teachings in them. Anyway, let's start from the beginning. Let's start from the beginning. I mean, there do was... you have any interactions with Scientology? Oh God, well. <laughs> Okay, so I also grew up in L.A., and Mm -hmm. that's just, like, a big spot for Scientology. It's, like, there's the the biggest, they call it a Sea Org. It's the biggest Sea Org, because he was a boat captain. Forget it. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And and it's, like, this giant blue church on, I forget where it's off of. It doesn't matter. Um, But, yeah, you can... Go there and go get a personality test if you want. But yeah, I've done a lot of auditing. I've done three mm. sessions of auditing because they go to every fair and there's always like a little booth that's like, come take their stress test. And Ooh. you're like, don't know it's Scientology. And you, auditing is like the cornerstone of Scientology. So what you do is you hold these two little uh, metal canisters and they measure like your skin, like the. your heat the the heat of your skin basically and like this meter goes back and forth and then they look at you and they're like you are so stressed out what (laughs) is going on yes yeah i am i am really stressed out and then you're like yeah i am and like the first time i didn't know the second two times 
I knew exactly what I was doing. But the first time yeah. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. What do you suggest? They're like, well, you need to come in for an auditing session so we can talk like we could start now. Do you have any traumas you want to talk about? Like, what's your deepest, oh. darkest trauma that's like you're holding? And I was like, I you're like go. the Orange County Fair, like eating a yeah. fucking like bacon wrapped yeah. donut. And they're there. And they're like, what's your deepest trauma? Um, So I didn't do that. (laughs) But uh, I I haven't gotten that far in, but I have received some literature. Um, Mm. Let me tell you about Mr. Ron L. Hubbard, the founder. Please do. The father of Scientology. So Lafayette Ronald Hubbard is his real name, first of all. He put Ron up top. Lafayette is good, though. I know. I guess not. Anyway... Hmm. He was a well-known science fiction writer for pulps in the 30s and 40s. Um, mm-hmm. And in 1950, he released a version of Dianetics, which was like a way, which is a book that was like a a fad kind of psychoanalysis. I, I hesitate saying psychoanalysis because it was like a self-help book, but he didn't even graduate college hmm. and hmm. he's not a psychologist. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's basically like if H.P. Lovecraft was like, I'm going to write a self-help book. Yeah. I'm a science fiction writer. Yeah, it was very much that. Um, so it was a way of understanding your mind and to cure like psychosis, which is very dangerous, mm. and depression and anxiety. Um, so it was a fad for a little bit, but it didn't work. Yeah. So people are like, no, thanks. And so he decided to change it into a religion. And then Mm. the FDA would stop asking questions about his certification. Mm -hmm. And people would stop asking, like, being like, this doesn't work. Because he'll be like, well, you just don't believe. Um, Yeah. Yeah. That's that's mm -hmm. pretty clever. Yeah. So uh, the audit. So in auditing. I, so I started it, but I didn't do the whole thing because it's scary. Um, yeah. So you hold these e-meters Well, a practiced Scientologist auditor stands across from you and asks you questions like, what is your earliest memory of pain? What, <laughs> what do you, what is a painful experience that you think about all the time? And they just ask you over and over again, and you have to retell your traumas over and over again. Um, until they're gone. I mean, it's like kind of like therapy, but bad. But bad because it's not really giving you any tools. It's just yeah. like, tell me about it again and again. It's just like resurface this. So, yeah. So these traumatic memories are called engrams when you mm-hmm. first join the church. And I'm going to keep saying things like when you first join the church because shit gets crazy once you get up to the higher levels. Uh, the next level? The the next level, <laughs> except for it's like there's 15,000 levels. Oh, shit. Um, so eventually, years into this, you are like doing this psychotherapy, which, you know, isn't that bad. You yeah. know, talking about your traumas, like it's fine. And you're trying to move beto- towards like becoming clear. So I don't know if you've seen, there's like an HBO documentary called Going Clear that's like has a bunch of celebrities who left the church and they talk shit about it. But yeah, Going okay. Clear is what it's like. Is what you want to do, like a Buddhist, you know, like you want to, you want to yeah. be Zen. I'm like on cool. board right now. Like this just seems like some dramatic therapy. Yeah. Um, but what you're trying to get down to is you try to, after a long time of doing that therapy, you're mm. trying to reach memories from your past lives. 
you're trying okay. you're trying to reach back far enough um to see your whole track of your immortal spirit so okay. this is something scientology openly admits they think that everyone is an immortal spirit that's existed for like trillions of years and you're trying to see the whole track of your life through auditing which is basically that's like just a like, lot of years man it is like a lot of years man and um so okay so okay some people (laughs) it's very confusing no 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 it's not uh so much confusing as i i'm trying to think of a way to ease you into these stories that people end up telling in auditing that i have um and there's no ease yeah it's it's let's just, let's just plunge on okay. in. Okay, you know? so uh, one member who had been in Scientology for 10 years had a past life recollection that um, he saw himself millions of years ago leading groups of different uh, during different lifetimes and on other planets. Over oh. the eons, he lived lifetimes during which he had a tendency to get his head chopped off and his people rebelled. So that was like something... That was a theme going on in his past lives. Wait, so you just opened up a whole thing where we're not just humans. That it, we're like aliens. Mm-hmm. We're like, we've lived on other planets. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, There's this is... A lot this... of... So, a lot of people have memories of, of being on other planets. Holy shit. Uh, Yeah. This other person said, I blew up a water dam that destroyed a third of the cities on my planet uh, 300 million years ago. Um, specifically, 346,767,813 years ago. Damn, that's a number that mm-hmm. someone real specific picked. Mm-hmm. Um, no, they remembered it. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> and here's another person said, uh, 250,000 years ago in a spaceship, I'd gathered all these people from all these planets and implemented them with metal pictures and then threw them down to Earth, which was a prison planet at the time. With, like, dinosaurs? Um, I don't know. I can't remember what happened five years ago. No, but if you could do auditing, you would. Because you specifically are encouraged to remember your traumas. Um, He was in charge of the prison planet. And that freaked him out a whole for a whole year. And he had to stay in Scientology to deal with it. Here's one more. I was a navigator on a spaceship, and it had this very complex navigation system that I could describe in very great detail. I could describe the equipment and every part of it. Yeah. But hmm. this person also said these kinds of stories were in Hubbard's books and lectures, and that there were, like, waves of invader forces that had colonize the solar system in a lot of Ron L. Hubbard's writings. So it was like the space opera thing was something that was really prevalent. Yeah. Like it, so people so, were remembering these things, but they might have also been remembering like uh, Star Wars. Exactly. Or Ron L. Hubbard's science fiction books, which a lot of them were fans of. Like they were required reading. Yeah. Um. Well, that's a way yeah. to sell your books. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> um, so this was all put into a book called Dianetics, and which actually focused a lot on the trauma of childbirth. Um, we, so Ron L. Hubbard says, 
the what we experience as fetuses and being delivered is something that harms us for life and is recorded into our reactive minds and our scars on our psyche. Um, so that's some real Freud shit right there. Yeah, and that sounds less weird than the space shit. So at first you're like, okay, the trauma of childhood. Yeah, I get it. And Ron L. Hubbard called these philosophies the tech that were supposed to solve your traumas and unwrap your true potential. Mm. Um, so once you get into this whole track of your real lives, which well, you are a space captain, obviously. Right, 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 right. Um, um, you, this immortal spirit that you are is a Thetan. Um, okay. it's incredibly ancient. So my like alien soul is called Thetan. Yep. Cool. Um, you're a Thetan yep. and, uh, our universe is only scientists quote unquote say our universe is only about 15 billion years old, but Scientologists thinks it's, think it's like quadrillion years old. So yeah, no, Who's they're right. right. Yeah. yeah. Science. Um, what is that? I don't know what that is. Yeah. Um, so Hubbard made fairly astounding claims for what a clear individual would experience. Uh, total recall, a raised IQ, imperviousness to disease. Oh, shit. And the ability to affect matter with only your mind. Oh, wait. Was he clear? Yeah. He could do that? He, sh- he sure said he could. Then uh, how'd he die then, though? He just ascended. He just left his body for the next one. Did he pull a Bonnie? He pulled a Bonnie and he fucking ascended. And one day you'll join him. It's all good. Okay. Um, but that was only the beginning. So beyond yeah. clear, <laughs> Hubbard discovered even more uh, advanced techniques that would put a subject closer to his or her Thetan. So once you get to a certain level, you can go to an operating Thetan level. Um which is a a level he developed while he was sailing on his yacht in the Mediterranean in the 1960s. What? Um, so basically what you do... What you do is... It's basically a regime of mental reprogramming, which is kind of what cognitive behavioral therapy is. So the sessions train individuals to like have the auditors communication attention and body like completely control them and not object to it mm-hmm. um and is discouraged from like anything any resistance because that's just your reactive mind um, reacting yeah um and that the tech will will help you the tech of this auditing software not it's not even software it's just two metal rods yeah, um yeah yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And so there's a bridge to freedom and step by step you go on this bridge um, higher and higher levels until you reach the level of operating Thetan. And then there are like so many terms in this goddamn shit. I know. And just tell me to stop at any point if you don't want to hear them. (laughs) No, Um, like I am interested, but I'm like, dude, like, (laughs) why are you why did you create like a new language? What are you like? fucking J.R.R. Tolkien? He thinks he is, but real. It's like if J.R.R. Tolkien was like, and this was history. Yeah. <laughs> and there were hobbits. Yeah. 
and also you're an immortal wizard and Gandalf is your dad um <laughs> um okay if someone so, told me that i might be on board i would be so, i would i yeah. would be there so imagine like what science fiction fans are thinking they're like oh my yeah. god it was real um so once you get to operating thetan level three and once you're an operating thetan you get the secrets of mm. scientology and if you're below that you don't get the secrets it, ta- okay. it takes about a hundred thousand dollars to get to operating to uh, get to ot level three well, um wait 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 yeah. All of they, this you're paying for? Oh, you pay for every step. <laughs> that's why there's like, that's why Tom Cruise is the third most. And that's why he keeps making shitty movies because he needs that money to pay Scientology. They're oh a very wealthy God. organization. $100,000? Yeah. Well, it changes. It depends because sometimes you, um, you fail the classes over and over again and mm-hmm. you have to redo them because you didn't get rid of all your Thetans, you stupid idiot. So... Oh, my Thetans or my Engrams? Oh, girl. I have to tell you something right now that might clear that up, but it won't. Okay. Um, uh, Okay. So once you get to OT level three, you hear this story, which I'm going to tell you in full. Wait, this is a story or this is the Oh, no, I'm sorry. This is the truth. This is the history of the world. Okay. (laughs) This is the history of the galaxy. I... I... Um, I'm getting the secrets. You're telling us the secrets now. I'm revealing it for free. Um, Once upon a time, 75 million years ago, there was an alien galactic ruler named Xenu. Or Mm. Zemu. We're Mm. not sure. But we're sure of this other stuff. Xenu was in charge of all the planets in this part of the galaxy, including Earth, which in those days was called Tigiak. Okay. So he's like a shitty Darth Vader. Mm Mm-hmm. Exactly that. Uh, Xenu had a problem. In all 76 planets of the Galactic Confederation he controlled, they were overpopulated. Each planet had an average of 178 billion people. He Mm. wanted to get rid of this overpopulation, so he had a plan. Mm. With the help of renegades, Xenu defeated his opponents, the good people, and their loyal officers. Then... With the help of psychiatrists and the media, he persuaded billions of people to come in for t- income talk ugh, for income tax audits. Whoa, they this were got less science fiction for a minute. <laughs> literally, literally part of it. Kay. They were instead injected in the lungs with alcohol and glycol to paralyze them. Mm. Then they were put into spaceships that looked exactly like DCA airplanes, except for they had rocket engines instead of propellers. That's very specific. Mm-hmm. These space planes then flew to planet Earth, where hundreds of billions of paralyzed people were stacked around the bases of volcanoes. That's fucked the, up. Mm-hmm. The H-bombs were lowered into the volcanoes, and Xenu detonated... De- detonated. Wait, like American the- H-bombs? Like yep. 1900s H-bombs? Yep. Um, okay. Well, it's because... Brandy, because... <laughs> Because we're remember we remember all this shit subconsciously, so we start to like model. We like made the H bombs because they're like Xenos H bombs, right? And the planes too, because we remember. And the planes, right? Yeah. Because we just okay. were remembering yes. like subconsciously, and we yeah. Okay, so wait, uh, let me recap real close. <laughs> bunch of bunch of paralyzed people that Xeno was like, I need to get rid of them. They didn't do their taxes. I like just stacked them up <laughs> at the bottom of Vesuvius and was like, I'm gonna throw a bomb in this volcano. Yes. So he killed everyone. Got it. Um, but Fuck the story it. doesn't end there, though. <gasps> everyone has a soul, right? We established this. Mm-hmm. So Xeno mm-hmm. had to make sure the souls would not come back and seek vengeance on Xeno. 
Yeah. So while hundreds of billions of souls were being blown by nuclear winds because they'd just been blown up, um, he used special traps that caught them in electric beams that were sticky like flypaper. Force fields then packaged the souls into clusters. This all took place in Hawaii and Las Palmas in the Canary Islands. Xenu had these soul clusters packed into boxes and taken to huge cinemas to brainwash or hypnotically implant them. They were forced to spend 36 days watching 3D motion pictures of traumatic, horrific things like torture, dissection, and crucifixion. Wait, 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 took like 30 people souls, bunched them together in like a little sack. A cluster. A cluster. A cluster. And he like took them to the AMC. Yeah. The 3D movies. Um, they were also Did they subject all to... have their own glasses? <laughs> Listen, Ron was on a yacht. He was having a good time. There's audio recording of this. And it it's, oh you know, maybe he was doing some metaphors. I don't know. Um, they were subject yeah. to sexual perversion, motion sickness, audio accidents, and other horrors. They were also shown false pictures and told that these false pictures were God, Christ, and Satan, all as part of Zenu's plan to render them helpless and prevent their return. So, God okay. is a myth. Implanted by an evil galactic overlord. Okay. Mm-hmm. In the AMC. In the AMC. Yeah. After implanting, the soul clusters remain stuck together in groups of a few thousand, as the implementing mm. had confused their sense of individual identity. They are only there are only a few living bodies left on Earth, and the clusters inhabited these bodies like parasitic demons. So, like a cluster would go into one of the living bodies. Okay, like of a person that just didn't die in the explosion. Yes, got it. A human on Tegak, a Tegakian, a Tegakian. Yeah. As for Zenu, the loyal officers finally overthrew him and imprisoned him in a mountaintop on Earth. He's kept there still today by a force field powered by an internal external battery and is still alive today. Wait, who? And so, Zenu. Zenu got overthrown? Mm-hmm. He's overthrown, but he's imprisoned in a mountaintop on Earth. Wait, wait, who did that? Did the clusters kept- do that or did someone else do that? The loyal officers. Uh, <laughs> wait, so, he, got, he got Caesar? So he, so did he get A.T. Brutade? I'm trying to tell you, not his officers, I'm trying to tell you the most interesting part of a very long story. So there was a civil war (laughs) that Xena was involved in. Okay. And he kind of won. So he got to kill all these people. Yeah. Um, So these other people who he was fighting against came back and imprisoned him on a mountaintop on Earth. Oh, so like the rebel forces. Yes. It Um, is Luke Skywalker. It is Luke Skywalker. Yes. Cool. He's still held there today by a force field powered by an eternal battery. Mm. Um, So today, everyone on Earth is possessed by clusters of souls called body thetans. And if you are to become spiritually free, you must exercise all the body thetans inhabiting you and must pay thousands of dollars to do do so. And the Mm. only reason people believe in God and Christ is because they were implemented the film. They... All these body thetans were implemented with the film about God and Christ. Mm-hmm. 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 Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So this Questions? is like 
one hell of a movie. Um, I wouldn't watch it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but mm-hmm. but basically, we, we are descended from the people who had, like, a Thetan that didn't go to the AMC. Like, they got... Yeah. They well, didn't go to the AMC, but then a bunch of their friends <laughs> did go to the AMC, and they latched onto them, and they're like, we're stuck on you now. Yeah, you actually understand it, like, much sooner than I did, because I had to, like, really look... Because it doesn't make sense. Um, I just, like, really love Lord of the Rings and, like, Star Wars <laughs> and stuff, so I'm like, you know... I'm, I'm putting it together. I'm yeah. like a screenwriter being like, how do I adapt this... <laughs> Yeah, it's, the- it is, it's really confusing because they're both called Thetans and they are Thetans. So, like, yeah. you are this immortal spirit called a Thetan, but all these, like, corrupted Thetans are also attached to you. And so you just got to, like, kill them? Like, what do you... Yeah, so what happens is once you get to this level of the bridge to freedom, you have to do, like, exorcisms <gasps> to get out the aliens. How um, tragic. Yeah, because you can't have them. They're, like, causing, uh, like all this pain in you all the pain so Mm. yeah i mean there was this woman called um laura basinger um and she was stuck at ot7 so pretty far up yeah um ot the second highest level in the religion for years and year after year she went through these exorcisms and these drills and these tests um to locate all the body thetans infesting her system um and she she, the Scientology, she every time she would hold she would audit and she would hold the e-meter which is i don't know if i mentioned that's what it's called there's a lot of words mm-hmm. um uh the needle would move erratically whereas with someone who was clear which you have to be to go to ot8 it wasn't happening so what the thing that was holding her back is that she had a real mother of a body thetan um mm. uh, uh taking up residence in her nervous system uh she had epilepsy um Oh. Yeah, and the church was like, well, your convulsions are the sign of a Thetan's presence. Um, and, yeah. And um, the Scientologists were like, you have to... S-. They saw medication as a sign of resorting to human weakness and that she could use just the tech as mm. a way of no. getting rid of this Thetan. So she tried that. Um it didn't work. She suffered greatly. Yeah. Um, and she was told she would never go clear unless she handled her epilepsy, but she wasn't allowed to take her medication. So she had to leave. Oh, my God. Yeah. That is so dumb. Here is a quote from the website about oh this. My. Oh, my God. Um, one of their they have these like. I would say, I don't know, like on the back of books, it says how like good the book is. This is like sure. uh, a glowing review of Scientology from their website. I cool. used to have epilepsy. Through my Dianetics aud- auditing, I've discovered the convulsions which traumatized my life more than 16 years stemmed from a series of electric shots, shocks my mother underwent when she was pregnant with me. During the 16 years, I suffered the attacks of excruciating, blinding, and stabbing pains through my head. My body would go rigid, and my throat, mouth, and arms would go numb. Then I would throw up every 20 minutes for 8 hours before the pain would subside. These attacks occurred from the ages 11 to 27 years, until I started diagnostics auditing. These attacks vanished after diagnostics auditing at the age of 27. Today, 100 years later, whoops, 10 years later, I have have helped... I have helped hundreds of people achieve similar results with Dianetics auditing. 
that's not that didn't happen real that's That's not real that didn't happen and that was published after the death of someone um to their epileptic attacks who was under the care of the church of scientology who uh their name was that is like so specifically it's like so it's such bad pr because it's so obviously faked to try Mm. to get rid of this thing like why would you pick epilepsy you're like oh this person of epilepsy died but this other person yeah who had it definitely did not so like Mm -hmm. come on it's so obvious yeah so yeah it's 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 not like harmless besides the cult thing where you're like paying thousands of dollars and you're mm-hmm. stuck in this religion the people who work that guy you talk to probably gets 50 dollars a week for doing that they don't get oh paid any money um like it's it's like a real thing and obviously people yeah. suffer if anyone is telling you to not take your medication that's helping you be alive yeah don't listen and use like vitamins and like auditing no <laughs> instead don't no. do that don't i wouldn't do that. do that if i were you yeah so yeah ron l hubbard was clear the whole time of he's course. the god of it um then why does he need a yacht i don't know i don't know why hmm. he needs a yacht. i don't know why he needed all these thousands of dollars but we all hope to join ron someday and become our clearest selves Mm. Um, it's like very clearly, uh, so bullshit and it's like such a scam, but the sad part is it's like the con man who made the scam and made all the money off of it died and the scam is still going. Mm -hmm. Well, it's because it was a good scam. Like, I mean, it sounds stupid when we talk about it, but if you are like, don't have access to therapy and Mm -hmm. you're like, you need help and you're alone and you go it's like we were talking about with heaven's gate and you go and you have someone to talk to and you're making friends and they're slowly doing like this therapy this really Mm -hmm. intense therapy with you and then they're like forcing you to talk and talk until you recall space memories Mm -hmm. then you're not going to be like when you hear about xenia you're not gonna be like what the fuck you're gonna be like yeah that makes sense i was there actually because ronald hubbard said another thing which was like that eventually you will remember something that we all remember, like a common consciousness. So they'll eventually remember that maybe they they will remember like being there when the bombs went off or something. Like they yeah. will because that because if you keep talking about it and you keep saying that over and over again, it's like literally brainwashing people into all thinking mm-hmm. the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's like so smart that they save the crazy for after you've already invested hundreds and hundreds and thousands of dollars Mm -hmm. and you're like at that point you were like well i'm in it like yeah well that's the sunk cost fallacy because they they, yeah because they start out it they start out with something so digestible it's like you're stressed of course of course you need to talk about the things that went wrong with your life everyone has traumas everyone has problems like yeah i'll talk about it and they're like we'll help you we'll give you an acting class yeah like and they then do, you're like, cool, cool, cool. They do like child rearing classes. They do personal finance classes. Like yeah. they just, they just, it's just like self-help stuff at first. Yeah. And you're like, this is totally cool. And like, I bet a lot of that stuff is legit. Like yeah. they probably do help you balance your checkbook. Like, cool. <laughs> and then they just like slowly infuse Xenu into it <laughs> until you realize like, fuck. 
I'm Luke Skywalker. <laughs> it took that woman not taking her medication for years to realize what was going on and leave and tell us the story. Mm-hmm. Like, she was so into it. Mm-hmm. It's, like, so culty and messed up. And, like, it takes so many years. It's like, yeah, that's how brainwashing works. Yeah. It's exact- It's just exactly that. Now um, I want to go back to Pasadena and find that cute boy and be like, look, there's this thing called, uh, like, Second City. And this <laughs> there's this really cool improv class I got to show you. <laughs> what about UCB? I know it's hard to get in, but if you refresh, look, refresh the page enough, you can get in there. Look, if you get to know the teachers at UCB, you can hire them outside of the class for way cheaper. <laughs> there are free classes in Pasadena. I can show you the community center. You don't need this. Yeah. 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 They, and they they prey on those young people who move to L.A. Like, I'm going to be yeah. a star. Yeah. Uh, Look, so it's rough. There might be like one or two weird creepy dads at the free Pasadena improv class but I swear to you once you meet some friends you could start your own group and and mm-hmm. just go for it it doesn't cost a lot of money no and you don't have to believe yeah there are zero Zenus and no Zemus he wrote it both <laughs> ways he wrote everything in handwriting and he wrote oh. Zemu first and then Zenu in the middle of the story and then switched back and forth between them <sighs> Like, There's nothing crazier than like a handwritten novel. It was about it's hundreds. There's thousands of writings from this dude from his yacht. It's yeah, like, it's a lot. It's so <laughs> much. Yeah. I would, if you can handle Girl. it, like, because I literally, there's so many stories of Scientology out there. Yeah. And I literally yeah. just gave you, like, the basics, craziest parts. But if you, like, because they, there's a lot of stories of, like, torture and, like, weird punishments people get mm-hmm. and, like, families, like, generations being stuck in this. So yeah. if you want to hear more about that, you mm. can watch Going Clear mm. on HBO. You can mm. lead, read Leah Remini's book. I forget mm-hmm. what it's called, but it's about leaving and uh yeah sorry about i guess mine was also a bummer well at least there's like some fun like space battles in the middle yeah so do you believe (laughs) no (laughs) these are i i mean i knew i wouldn't believe this because these are so clearly you know what a scam no scientology is clearly a scam but yours is actually like it sounds like they were just a little bit sick and they like yeah. got other people involved and like yeah that's they're, just, they're clearly a- like he was in a psychiatric hospital like yeah, yeah. they clearly bought their own bullshit yeah totally and like and, go ahead ron l hubbard like had problems with like drug use and alcoholism later in his life like in the Mm. beginning he's like no okay i'm not making any more money off of my self-help thing anymore so i'm gonna turn it to a religion so the food and drug administration can't like yeah uh, shut me down yeah marshall and bonnie like truly believed that they were these like uh, jesus and god dough and tea bullshit like and it it probably was some sort of mental like undiagnosed something and they got all these people to believe them because the, it's like the cult of personality. They're just so charismatic. Mm-hmm. They like connected to these people, even if what they were talking about was crazy. And and people just like 
believed them and it's so sad they just like went for it but it, yeah it's clearly none of it is true yeah yeah it's not true i mean i actually like i like some ancient alien stuff yeah. i love it like i'm like aliens built the pyramids fine yeah um i love it but it's like you're not convincing me with any of that because you no, keep changing it's the crazy. rules like we yeah. we believe like i'm not even bullshitting 100 percent aliens are real like yeah it's, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, statistically yeah. impossible for them to not be but like this is I can't I can't go this far. No. Yes, reptilians. Yes, great. <laughs> yes, Bigfoot. Give me it. Like more. 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 I love her. Yes. But this mm. Big yeah. fat no now. This is too much. I know. Too it's much. so sad. So yeah, I know. I don't believe in either of them and I want Mm-mm. I hope Ronald Hubbard is burning in hell. <laughs> mm. Mm. It's ruined a lot of lives. Yeah. So bad advice? Oh my God, go go get audited. <laughs> and you know what? I will do it again. I will take that advice because I think it's so interesting and I want their pamphlets because they're like real crazy. And yeah. like, I want, I, I'm very interested. I might've gone to the screening, but not mm-hmm. if, not if my girlfriend mm-hmm. had been with me, she would not do that. But no, 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 no. I would have gone. <laughs> yeah. Don't do that. That's my bad advice. Be like me, get audited, sign mm-hmm. up for a class, mm-hmm. talk to these people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my bad advice would be to get a bunch of pamphlets from UCB <laughs> and go to these street corners where the beautiful Scientology actors are. And like every time they hand, they try to hand you a brochure, just like hand, hand a UCB one back. <laughs> just like sort of battle it out with the brochures. Be like, free screening? Oh, oh, oh I have Pitch Perfect for you. Do you want Pitch Perfect? It's, it's a good one. You're in the demographic. Oh, you want to give me a class? Hey, you might, UCB. You might have fun meeting friends. Coupon. You know. You want to meet some friends? Mm-hmm. Um, I got this great like pottery class happening down the street. Just have like 30,000 different alternative classes. <laughs> and just like, I-, I want you to sword fight with the goddamn pamphlets. Because they're aggressive. You be aggressive back. I think that's kind of good advice almost. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> almost. Um, well, I mean, if you want to... Or if you are the Church of Scientology and you have feedback, oh my God, I would love to hear from you. Mm. Put me on a watch list. Like, I love it. Is it, it Zemu or Zenu? Yeah. And Tell they us. won't answer that because the church doesn't publicly acknowledge that the Zenu story exists. <gasps> Secrets. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, email me with that info yeah. <laughs> at spookyshippod at gmail.com or mm-hmm. private message spookyshippod.tumblr.com or yeah. at spookyshippod on mm-hmm. Twitter. Mm-hmm. It might have sounded like I just said spookyshippod, but I did say spookyshippod. She did say pod. Mm-hmm. And yeah, contact us. We love you very much. We're sorry yep. about um, all the bummers. Um, yep. It's going to happen because... And um, just remember, no matter what anyone says, a comment is just a big rock in space. Yep, it's not a spaceship that's nope. going to take you to heaven or the next and level. And it does not make your fire bending stronger, no matter what anyone yeah, says. They didn't really, they said they could breathe fire and then they it's didn't. Just a, it's just a rock. It's just a rock. All right, we love you. Take care of yourself. <laughs> Don't join a cult. <laughs> Bye. Bye.